When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the one and only T-Quest. Welcome to the T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, and yet entertaining. It's only right that I entertain you guys because I'm an entertainer. I have to do my job. You know how this game goes. First, we start off with a mental check. How is everybody doing today? Hope you guys are doing awesome. If you're not, hopefully, by the end of the show, I can bring a smile to your face, give you that positive energy, positive vibes, because that's what I am all about. If you haven't, as of yet, make sure you download that TQuest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store for free, free, and make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at TQuestGLM because it's only cool to do so and it's all free. A lot of support is free. All you have to do is put in a little work. Only takes a couple of seconds and then you can put a smile on my face because you know I continue to put a smile on your face all the time. Do your part. Now, without taking a minute to take advantage of my own platform, you know, sharing is caring. So I have to share my platform with somebody else. So it's time to get the game going. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to our guest for the day. Blessings divine. Hi. Peace. It's good to see you again, sis. Yes. How have you been? I've been wonderful. A lot's been happening since we last, you know, spoke and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. It's been like almost a year. <laughs> Has it been that long? Yeah. But, yeah. So for the people who don't know, tell them who you are, where are you from? My name is Blessings Divine Life Giving MC, live from Hartford, Connecticut. Hartford, Connecticut. Connecticut. How is Connecticut nowadays? Um, you know, it's like most of the places in the country. Okay. Awesomeness. So tell the people what you do is so much, but we're going to break it down. So don't say too much, but just a little bit. Just a little bit. So I'm an MC, so I rock the mic, but I yeah. do it in a way to help people find love, acceptance in themselves, find the hope and keep going every day for their lives. Mm-hmm. That's my primary thing. I'm also a dancer, b-boy first, hip-hop historian. So I do every element, DJing, graffiti writing, all that stuff. And yeah, doing that, doing uh helping people learn how to grow food. Really? That's that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um we're gonna get back there because I'm curious. But let's bring it back when you're talking about the music, because you know, your type of music is what the game is missing and yearning for, because we haven't had it in quite some time. You know, so describe um, the type of music that you do to the people. I write. I write so that people. I write to help myself. I'm going to put it that way. There's nothing like that moment when you're feeling down or whatever. Your head's just like going through this, whatever this craziness is. You just Mm -hmm. pop that that song on you in your ears and you start feeling better about it. Yeah. But it's not like I don't want to put something on to help them feel angry, frustrated. I want to put something on to help myself feel uplifted, to help take a truthful look at the situation and really analyze, okay, what actually happened. If I'm wrong, let me, you know, do what I got to do as a man. You know what I'm saying? Let me make amends for that. Yo, I was wrong. Or, you know, if I wasn't wrong, how am I going to go on about this? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. That's like, a big thing and it's been very well received i've never rocked the show i didn't have people hugging on me and tell me how much they appreciate it and that's how i knew why I, I had something to do with this you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying absolutely absolutely and speaking of rocking the mic <laughs> you know i remember the last time i saw you was during one of the t-quest tuesday showcases and you did what you did your thing you won <laughs> you know, and everything about you from your style to your music to your lyrics to just you just knowing how to control the mic, knowing how to interact with your audience is super dope, you know. So explain to the people like your style. Um, 
new heads say I'm old school. And a lot of old heads like that about me, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's you know, it's like, it's reminiscent of back in the day. Like I'm talking like KRS, Big Daddy Kane, Rakim. Rakim's one of my personal favorites. I met KRS one, he's like amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I have a similar-ish style to back then, but it's something that's kind of, in my perspective, pushing it. I'm not saying that it's like a two-mile horn, but as a student of the culture, I like studying what everyone says. Like mm-hmm. I'm saying, I say things, that I don't hear other people say. And I know that has a magnetic attraction. So when you live in life one way, it like attracts, you know what I'm saying? So you get two pieces of metal stick together. Absolutely. So it, it's something that pulls people out of their condition. You be like, I never heard someone talk like that before. What is that? And that's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? So I just love, I love writing like that. It's magnetism, it's magnetic. You know what I'm saying? And what's, what's innate for ourselves as like higher beings, you know what I'm saying? That's just what, what we're attracted to, whether we know it or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I totally get it. Cause even recently I've been, um, interviewing a lot of the hip hop legends, you know, like, um, professor daddy and Tracy Lee and sure. Daddy Kane. And they was just, they're so humble, but they would drop us so many jewels and just bringing us new incredible content that is trying to show new generation. Like, yo, this is where hip hop started. You know what I'm saying? This is where we are, what we grew up on and stuff. You know what I mean? So it's dope that you still have that mentality and it's organic. Not you doing it because you think this is what the people want because that's actually who you are and how you grew up. You know? Correct. And what is mine? I was supposed to open up for Big Daddy came, but that got canceled due to COVID. So. Of course, right? <laughs> it's always something happening, but it's all about adjusting to your new norm. Correct. You know? Yes. So um, since you've already been talking about the music, um, where's your mindset nowadays when it comes to creating? It it has changed exponentially, but it's still the same thing. Mm-hmm. Nothing's ever going to slow down the process or speed it up, really. It's yeah. just a constant thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm constantly living, so I'm just constantly writing. And that's how it goes. So my, my writing process right now, and for you know making beats and stuff, I do... I do all my all my own production, mm-hmm. save like three songs. Yeah. So like it's 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 still all over the place. I still find something that I think would be interesting for the people. Yeah, something that I, I know would gravitate towards a particular mindset. I would like to reach, mm-hmm. and that's that's the basis of it. As far as like releasing stuff, just going with the times. People have shorter attention spans these days. Um, <laughs> The age of dropping an album and people don't see you for a year or two, that's kind of, if you're not already established, it's not a thing. Mm-hmm. So updating with it, I'm dropping like a project every couple of months, give something, something to tap into. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Now, this is one question that a lot of people ask, and I tend not to, but for the fact that you are who you are, I'm very curious. With you being... Um, music artist is out today. How do you feel about the state of hip hop currently when it comes to the artists that's out there right now representing the culture? That's a loaded question. Like <laughs> KRS once said, I am hip hop. Mm-hmm. That's when you yourself, as a member of the culture, take responsibility for what the culture looks like in all its forms. Yeah. You have to be as you know, realizing that I am a walking representation because hip hop is how you think and how you live. It's not a form of music. Mm-hmm. So how is hip hop represented today? Mm-hmm. I think it's in good standing, personally. Okay. I know people don't like the mumble rap and you know what I mean? Well, kids got their thing, that's straight. You know what I mean? People might be picky about this and picky about that. But what's really happening on a, on a broad landscape is there's a whole unity thing happening. Mm-hmm. If you take it back to the original principles, it's peace, love, unity. Have a safely having fun, you know what I'm saying? So we're getting back to that because people are realizing more and more, hey, we kind of need each other. And this beefing thing just ain't been working. Now we all want KRS one and, and Kane to battle. We all want Kane and Rock Kane to battle. But you know what I'm saying? That's not beef, that's just dopeness. That's just competition. Yeah. But you know, all this division's not really helping people these days. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And because we do have people taking a stand, looking at the issues from an intellectual on the emotional standpoint, mm-hmm. who might not be rappers, it might be a B girl or a writer or something like that, graffiti writer. You know what I'm saying? But I think I think it's a good standard because everything that the OGs did 
and sat down is still available to us. We can still look back to it. That um that Netflix show Evolution of Hip Hop or Hip Hop Evolution, mm-hmm. very good. I highly recommend it. There's all these documentaries. You can go on YouTube. Karis One has lectures for days. I've studied a lot of those mm-hmm. interviews with everyone that's in the game. You know what I'm saying? And how hip hop started. You can all that information is currently there. That's mm-hmm. a great thing because back in the day before social media, you had to find the person who did the thing to get what they said or did or thought. That was all out there. Mm-hmm. That's how I did a lot of my studies. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that we have people who do want something different, they tired of the yoki doke. We want to stop disrespecting black women and talking about shooting dudes, not music. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We want something that's different, something that's clean, and something that helps us reach for something better. That's I see that more and more and more now. Mm-hmm. So just to, as a short answer. <laughs> that was your short answer? Short, short. <laughs> I love talking about hip hop. There's so many aspects of it. There's so many beautiful ways you could take it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. It kind of um inspired me to do an event where we talk about nothing but hip hop, and maybe I should bring some of the hip hop legends on, maybe like a Zoom call or something, and make sure you're there too, so you can actually have a conversation with them. I think yeah. that'd be dope, right? I, I'd be, I, I, wow, that'd be dope. That'd be super dope. Yeah, so maybe I like I know right now some of them is working on a few projects, you know, and um. Like Tracy Lee, he just dropped his project. And then some of the other ones are actually working on some other new things. So a little busy, but you know, I'm gonna see what I could do. You know, make a few phone calls, make a few phone calls. You're my you're my sister. You're my <laughs> sister. Listen. You know, we gotta do what you gotta do. And what I like about what you said is um music is always gonna be evolving. But it's all about what you do with it. And you have access to do whatever you want with it. If you don't like a certain type of music, you don't have to listen to it. <laughs> you know, if you want to bring it back and play nothing but like 80s music, that's your choice. That's your decision. That's why I don't understand why people keep questioning so many different things and why this and why that. Like you have control. And then if you don't like the type of music out there and you are a music artist, then make the type of music that you like and gravitate to. I literally told this artist, um, I think like a week or so ago, he was like, well, you know, I'm trying to adapt to what's going on out there now. I'm like, if you realize new generation music is only like 10%. The music we all grew up on is like 90%. Why are you kidding? Yeah. And when it's all these other people, that's probably feeding for what you really want to put out there. It's just all about really thinking about it and then execute in properly. And I love what the fact that you said that you can actually look at these um documentaries and um, all this information on like that um documentary that's on Netflix and then on YouTube. I'm like, yo, you have the sources, but people don't take advantage of them. When they're on Netflix, they're catching up or binge watching on all these shows and watching these movies. When they're on YouTube, they're um playing the games or the little kids are watching the other kids play games. And, like, you're not using your sources the way you're supposed to. It's so much knowledge out there for free, but people don't take the time to take advantage of it. You know? But I don't know what to tell them. That's why I like doing these interviews where people be like, you know what? You're right. That's well, exactly so, what I should be doing. Go ahead. Well, sometimes it just, you know, into the atmosphere of thought. Mm-hmm. If you're going through your everyday, you don't think about it. Like, if you don't, if I think about making a pie... Okay, let me look up a recipe. Mm-hmm. But if I never start thinking, okay, I'm gonna make a pie, I will never look up the recipe for it. So some people don't even know that they can. Mm-hmm. And that like sounds strange, but that really is the thing with today. No, you're right. A lot of things is not as easy as people think. It's all about just putting your mind to it. You know? So and I know during a situation of pandemic, a lot of people have been picking up new skills and new talents. But speaking of talents and skills, before we segue into another thing about you, I know you have a lot of new music out and some music that people have never even heard of. So what are you working on now or recently put out or about to put out? Um, I got the Blessed Tapes Volume 1, New Genesis. Okay. Tell me about the concept of this project. Well, first off, it's uh, what's kind of what I said. Instead of putting out one album and that'd be it, y'all see me for a year. So I'm putting out a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. That's why it's the Blessed Tapes Volume 1. Mm-hmm. And it's called New Genesis. 
for a particular well, quite a few particular reasons. Number one, the root of the term Genesis, etymologically speaking, is gene. G-E-N-E. You know what I'm saying? Like you got your genes that make up who you are. So what is the spiritual gene gene for our spiritual DNA that needs to make up our new beginning? Hmm. So it kind of addresses it from, from that issue, from that standpoint. Okay, okay. Now, is it already released or it's coming up? A couple of days, actually. Awesome. Pre-orders, pre-orders are open. So blessingsdivine.bandcamp.com. There you go. There you go. Nice. And what other projects have you have out already? I've got Free the EP, which came out, you know, almost mm-hmm. a year ago. But yeah. it's still popping. I still got some of my favorite jams on that one. I've got my uh my mixtape called Envision. Mm-hmm. I've got some singles littered throughout here and there. Yeah. And I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep dropping them, keep working them. Cause I keep finding new inspiration to write. I keep finding, you know, new things I want to speak to, new things I want to help. And mm-hmm. that's that. Beautiful, beautiful. So, you know, we're always talking about the different elements of hip hop. One of them is dancing. Tell us about dancing journey because you were super dope on the dance floor, especially dancing. <laughs> Appreciate it. So yeah, I'm a I'm a b-boy, first and foremost. That's how I got into hip hop culture. That's how I started the whole journey. I'm like, okay, me and my brother out here spinning around and flipping. We were a whole bunch of cats. Like people think, like you know, oh, that's not something that happens no more. No, it happens a lot. It's international. It's global. There are global competitions that happen every year, except for this year. And you know, it's bigger than it ever has been, and mm-hmm. it's incredibly accepted. You'll find kids on the street just randomly, just yeah, you know, ra- random like nothing. <laughs> like you know what I mean, they ain't seen, they ain't seen Beat Street, mm-hmm. they ain't seen Breaking. They just, they just know what to do. Mm-hmm. But I've been, I've been breaking now for. Over, a little bit over 10 years. Wow. So as a b-boy going to crumping, going to popping, and I just kept spreading because at that point, dance was like, that was it for me. So I did I did the whole stepping thing. I was on the stepping team, going to competitions. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm a battler, so I've been battling heads for the for the bulk of it. Yeah. It's been like a real fun thing for me. Now, last time I saw you, you know, we was getting it in. We was having some real good fun. And you was tearing down, you, was te- you were tearing down the show. <laughs> No, no, yo, what is mine? You was on the mic doing your thing, and like me and Justin and and behind us, like that was that was hot. That was so fun. I forgot that it was like a love song, but you know the vibe you guys was doing with the dancing to the beat. I was like, yo, that's so awesome, and I can't wait to actually do that on tour. You know when the world opens back up comfortably. But yeah, it's such a beautiful thing. And then I remember um, because I grew up dancing and stuff i was gonna open up my own dance studio before i had injured but um i remember getting lost in the moment it was like where do you go every time the music starts you just get like in your own zone like i don't see nobody and i just be like this and they were like where do you where do you go in that moment i'm like i just i literally get lost in the music you know where don't you go exactly you you have have a thing called mind sight Mm-hmm. That's this beautiful thing right here. Yeah, you can close your eyes, you can still see images. Absolutely. Even when it comes to um like eight counting choreographed type moves, I'm like, I already know the steps. I'm not looking at the next person trying to see what comes next. Like I already have it mastered down packed. So I'm just in my zone. And it's such a beautiful, happy place. You know? It's sure like indeed. it's like daydreaming to beat. <laughs> And yeah. what a healing thing it is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That helped me get over a lot of like my past experiences and my traumas, you know what I'm saying? That helped me find new things for myself. And that's just that's a beautiful thing. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So let's talk more about your awesomeness. The first time someone introduced me to you ironically was at another t-quest <laughs> Tuesday talent oh show. yes yes i do remember yeah, that i think it was like the first one and yeah, it was the very first one you'd mentioned yeah and um they was like oh this is blessed by and then it was telling me something about you picking up on like energy and stuff you know let's break that down when it comes to you and vibing with people and connecting to their energy and life and well-being break that down for the people well, the first thing is everything is energy. 
-hmm. There's nothing that is not energy. And that's not some, ooh, you know, weird special. No, if you, if you take your physical human body, mm -hmm. right, you put it in a microscope, you'll see a whole bunch of atoms just vibrating, moving. Yeah. This whole thing is a mass of molecules moving at a high speed of vibration mm. that's producing constant energy. If you look at the human body mm -hmm. and look it through a, a thermal lens to see how much heat is coming off, you talk about 98.6 degrees. Mm. If it's 98 degrees outside, everyone's hot. You know mm. what I mean? That's a lot of energy. Mm. So I like to I like to talk about these things in a way that despookifies them. De so we don't so we don't talk about them like in a in a vacuum somewhere where like it's just it's just strange thing. No, everything is energy. Mm -hmm. So it's nothing like super crazy or weird. People people ask, yo, how can I be more spiritual? Spirituality is in how you act. Mm -hmm. Wanna be more spiritual, try being a better person. And it's it's that simple. And everything about you shows to everybody constantly who you are. You can't actually hide that. You can't hide your thoughts in your head. Something's going to express something. See, your, your mood is actually thoughts. Mm -hmm. We have a thing called a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. Now, your mind is so powerful, you don't have to think about breathing. Your subconscious mind regulates that. It regulates your heartbeat. It regulates all of these different things. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Your subconscious mind knows what to do, how your body's supposed to grow. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And your, your subconscious mind, it can't hide itself. It really can't. Mm -hmm. Not bringing it up to us like the whole thing about like reading people, for example. Mm -hmm. You want so badly to be who you are. Yeah. You're gonna dress a certain way. You're gonna walk a certain way. You're gonna talk a certain way. Your voice is gonna hit a certain pitch. Mm -hmm. You use certain words. Now these are all for a reason. The whole thing is about getting to the roots of that reason. Yeah. If I'm sad right now, I'm not sad just because well I'm sad. Something happened. Maybe my dog died. You know what I mean? Like, there's a reason for these things to happen. And a lot of what we do, consciously or subconsciously, is to protect that. Or to, you know, find some way to help ourselves deal with that. Mm -hmm. So it's really just about trying to connect with the human element in people. Like, I tell people, like, if you don't like who you are, you just don't know yourself. Mm. That's what it's about. If you don't know, if you don't like who you are, you don't know yourself. I don't know a single bad thing about me. And I love me some me. Is that arrogant? No, you're supposed to love you. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to love you. Do I do things that I don't like and I'm not proud of? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm still growing. I'm still developing. Mm -hmm. But you have to separate yourself from your flaws. Two different things. Yes. Two different things. Who you are and your own spiritual DNA. Mm -hmm. Your spiritual DNA is perfect. Going back to New Genesis, that's the, the wonderful thing about us. We are perfect in essence. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're programmed with all kinds of flaws and we're taught, okay, you know, do this this way. Okay, guys, don't cry. And girls, you have to do this. And then, and then if you're, you know, do this, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we're constantly covering things up. But if you just connect to the human element and yeah. you humble yourself and you really just want to feel that moment with that person, you know what I'm saying? You can connect with that because everything's connected. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> it just reminds me of what I've been trying to teach people. I remind them every single day, you know, and especially when you just said about um, ah, the quote, the quote you just ah, about not liking yourself. Yeah, if you don't like yourself, you don't know yourself well enough. Yes, that. And that is so true. Because I've actually told somebody that about myself recently. I was like, I don't really like myself because of this, this, that, and the third. Which means I don't even think I truly 100% love myself because of this, this, that, and the third. And that's why I'm taking time out to really get that in order. And it's okay because it happens. But some people are not um, mature enough or ready to open up those wounds and be that honest with themselves. You know, they're like, yeah, I love me and I love me. I'm like, but do you, friend? You know, because some people are like on the surface with stuff. I'm like, no, you got to get to the root. What it's is wrong? But you got to get to the root if you really want to heal yourself properly. 
But a lot of people don't know how to do that. And it, it's very sad and it's very scary. And, you know, I try to teach them, but I'm only one person. <laughs> and I'm still doing it for myself as well because nobody's perfect. You know? That's the beautiful thing about it. See, that's, mm -hmm. the, that's how you, it's all about how you see yourself. Absolutely. People, you know, talk about things about love is this great thing and we need to love people. Well, you only love somebody to the extent of which you love yourself. Mm. So mm. if I don't love me because I've been through some stuff, and I don't like what's happened to me. They maybe, you know, become a bitter, upset person. Mm -hmm. Well, is how am I going to start treating other people? Absolutely. How am I going to see the world? You know, I love me. I am not that bad thing. And that's the whole point of having difficulties in life. Mm -hmm. It brings these things out of you. You can't deal with something that's not manifested. If it's just going to be stuck inside of you, you know what I'm saying? Someone said, yo, bless, you tripping. You did. You said this. That was messed up. Like, oh, snap, I did? That was my B. Yo, oh, snap. Now I'm going to try to make amends. Now I'm aware of it. Mm -hmm. That's the difference between conscious and subconscious is that word awareness. When you are aware of something, now you have conscious grip over it. Mm -hmm. Now you can take it and step it aside. Like, that's not me. I'm getting this out of here. Two points. Absolutely. And that's how you beautify yourself. You know what I'm saying? But it has to start with the idea that I am worth it. Mm -hmm. I am beautiful. Can't no one tell me different because everyone's going to try. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Are you worth it to yourself? That's what you got to know for yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> it's interesting your choice of words because you know I use my my own words like in in the same example of about talking to somebody and you may say something that they don't like or something I'm like I g check myself real quick you know I'm like oh well I apologize and I'm woman enough and I'm mature enough to you let it be known that something's wrong or an issue and I may have done something you didn't like and you know I just handle it in that moment if I can you know because you don't want to carry that stuff around it's toxic you know it's too much already going on in life so when are we actually going to grow up you know and be better versions of ourselves you know mm -hmm. people i don't understand about the people who just love to stay in that realm of negativity and have confrontations and want to argue and want to marinate and want to be mad at you and want you to be upset like I never understood that. It's so unhealthy to your body. Two it's, words. Go ahead. What's the two words? Ignorance, comfort. <laughs> Bring it down for the people. If you don't know, if you don't know better, you can't do better. And mm -hmm. if you're comfortable, I don't care how bad it is. If the you know the lava's coming down the mountain and you sitting there and you 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 good, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to move, you'll sit there and let that lava touch you. People say in all kinds of crazy situations that's harmful to them physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. For what? Because they're comfortable. And yeah. comfort creates a, a barrier around you. You know what I'm saying? A terror barrier. It's a thing that you, you're scared to move out of what's comfortable, to go mm -hmm. into the unknown. So yeah. comfort and knowledge go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And that's what, and knowledge is one of the most powerful things ever. The most, the best thing you'd ever have is called knowledge itself. Mm -hmm. Because in knowledge, there is no shakiness. There is no lack of belief. You know what I'm saying? You believe something only until you know it. Mm -hmm. Like, I believe my wife's in the next room. Mm -hmm. I don't really know. I'm not looking at it right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I believe she's in the next room. No, I know she's in this other room. That just carries a, a confidence about it. So when you really know something, right, mm -hmm. that's that basis. When you don't know, now you're ignorant. If you don't know, now you have two, play, two, two ways you can go. Faith and fear. They both deal with putting your belief in something that you can't see. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what's going to happen. Where's, my, where's, you know, I pay rent this kind of month and what's going to happen? Well, you can, you from your ignorance, you can either have faith that something's going to get done mm -hmm. or you can react in fear because they both demand your belief in something you can't see. Wow. Fear is something else, aren't you? Yo, sister, you are a beautiful example of this. I've seen you. Listen, I've seen you over the years, all right? Mm. I've seen you being a beautiful example. That's one of the reasons I love you so much. I like people who walk, you know, their talk. Mm. Or if they don't talk a lot, I like people who walk a path. It's evident. It's a, there's a light that shows in your face when you're on a good path. That, that's evident. You can see a lack of light or just that, that, that radiance when people try to live more beautifully. So I, I always have appreciated you for that reason. That's why anytime you talk to me, I'm like, oh, it's my sister. What's up, beloved? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely.
And I appreciate that, you know, because sometimes people like me need to hear things like that. Like 85% of the things I do every day is from the kindness of my heart for people, you know, catering to people, make sure everyone is good. And when it comes to events, counseling, conversations, whatever it is, I genuinely want to see people be better and be happy, you know, and I know I can't save the world. I'm only responsible for my own part, you know? So I'm like, well, cause I used to stress about it. I'm like, how come this and how come that? And I'm like, that's not healthy. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. I had to really own the fact that I can't save everybody, mm-hmm. but I am responsible for my own actions. So I make sure I've always grew up, you know, she like treat people the way you want to be treated. And that's why I'm always respectful to people, always kind, always polite, always giving, always loving, even if it's not reciprocated. Mm-hmm. I'm responsible for my actions. Exactly. So I'm like, I just continue that way. You know, it gets frustrating because I tell people I'm not human, but I have human tendencies, you know? And in those moments, <laughs> It does hurt, and I do get frustrated, but, you know, at the end of the day, I just woo it off because it's not that big of a deal when there's other things in life that's happening, you know? So There's an old quote that says, rise above emotion into the thinking of God. Mm-hmm. I very much love that one because sometimes if you stop and think about it, why am I upset about that? Mm-hmm. Hold up, I'm, that's just stupid on my part. You know what I mean? That, I can't say how many times that's happened for me personally. Yeah. That's being blessed all by themselves. And that's fine. It's okay to talk about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, they was like, what's your favorite subject? <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's not in a conceited way. Like, I'm really trying to get to know me again. You know, I like I've said previously on a lot of my shows, like, I've been T-Quest for so long, I forgot who Tara is. You know, I don't remember her. I haven't been her since the eighth grade. Mm. And I'm just taking the time to like, let me get to know her. See what her mind is, see what her heart is. And then combine the two together to really be like a dynamic duel and then eventually become one comfortably. Mm. You know? <laughs> and people think it's funny when I say them like, no, it's true. Because when you're in like this industry, it really is powerful because music is powerful. You know, you speak life into things, which is powerful. And it can really take over like, whoa, I need to take back, like step back a little bit and try to figure out what is really happening. What is going on? And what am I putting out in the universe? What energy am I giving off to the people? It's a lot and it's real. But, you know, people ain't ready for that conversation. Blessings, they ain't ready for it. No, they're ready now. They ain't got no choice. They ain't got no choice. <laughs> they ain't got no choice. Listen, you want to be better forever or you want to have some fun with your life. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. So talk about the fun in your life. Well, I told you, for those who might know me, I know I got married this year. Congratulations. Thank you. A lot of joy, a lot of happiness. You know what I'm saying? Like, not just saying that, like, the world is born a lot of. You know what I'm saying? We're business partners and everything. And we're striving really, really hard, you know what I'm saying, by God's grace to be a wonderful example of what a productive couple looks like. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. You know what I'm saying? When people talk about this word love and people have no idea what that means. And partly it's the language. In a lot of languages, you have like 50, 60 plus words to describe love in many different aspects. In English, you got one. Mm-hmm. I love you. I love me. I love my wife. Those are three very different things. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was saying that somebody the other day. They was like, I do love you. I said, it's different from loving someone and being in love with someone. Mm-hmm. Major difference, you know? And then nowadays, it's so much going on and people are trying to give love relationships and marriage is a bad name just because they've been hurt. I'm like, no, I'm sorry that you have chosen the wrong partner. <laughs> Maybe just wasn't the person for you. What lesson are you getting out of this? Does not mean you should just give up altogether. There you go. Horrible. Is that what you truly desire? Just make sure you're okay. Make sure you're good within. 
and then, you know, organically allow something new to happen, you know? So tell me more about this new glow in you and your love and being partners. Like, give us some more. Give us some more. All right. Well, I've been asked a lot. So I'm going to start putting some of how my wife and I met and, you know, what productive love really looks like. And because like people like, even like in the Bible, it says God is love. Mm -hmm. Well, I have an understanding. We took, we studied sentences and stuff like that way back in like what, first grade. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you have the term is, is, is in fact an equal sign. Now with math, you know what I'm saying? One plus one equals two. That means what's on one side of the equal sign is equal to what's on the other side. So one plus one evidently is the same as two. Mm -hmm. So if God is the same as love, and that's one of our measuring sticks. So what really is love? Is love loving hip hop or, <laughs> you know, basketball wives? Or is it, you know, the craziness that, you know, that's out there? Or you know, yeah, I love you. Shut up. Like, you know, is that what that is? Because if you think about, well, what is God? Mm -hmm. God is like, again, I'm going to despookify it. Well, first off, God is our potential. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the most high God is this thing that just sees people from seed all the way to fruition. Striving for that next level, striving for that perfection, the maintainer, sustainer, the nourisher. You know what I'm saying? He's got many means, many attributes. So if that if this all this is love, I mean all this is God, then what is love? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Is a force and power, a creative force. I want to see my wife and I do better. Mm -hmm. It's not enough to say I love you and just sit there with my with my yo blood on my hands and not doing something to actively shape a better, more healthier me for her and a healthier, better us for the world. There is so much to that. And I don't want to waste, too, you know, spend too much time. No, we have plenty of time. Oh, word. Okay, good. We have plenty of time. But yeah, so if, if you know, if God is all these different things, mm -hmm. whether you read in the Bible or the Quran, you know what I'm saying? He has all these high attributes. Mm -hmm. And love on the other side of is has to have the same kind of a thing. It has to be a creative force and that seeks to maintain you physically, spiritually, you know, bless. Um, I know you want that piece of cake, but I, I love you too much, bro. You know what I mean? You, you, that's just not healthy for you, man. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm looking to sustain who you are as a human being. Now, you know how the digestive system works. Talk to myself. You know, mm -hmm. like, how these different chemicals involve. You know, it's not even a healthy cake or organic. You know, all these different chemicals we do to your body. How it's going to prematurely age you. And, you know, the, the fake sugar, which is an actual like, a form of poison. It's going to help add to your mental stress and all this different type of stuff. I love you too much for you to eat that, man. So I'm going to tell you, you got to put that down, bro. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's on that, you know, God wants for all of us. This is the, this is the temple. Mm -hmm. This physical thing is the temple. The church is holy because that's a place that we go to. The mosque is holy because that's the place that we go to. The synagogue, you know what I mean? Wherever you go, that's, that's holy because that's where you go to. That's dedicated to that space. Mm -hmm. But those spaces are closed. I'm in my studio. This is my holy space. I'm in my safe. Everywhere I step is holy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just everywhere I step, so there is God, and so I'm striving. Yeah. And I'm striving to show that love through everything I do. Does that make sense? Of course it does. Make sense. I, <laughs> I want to check sometimes. Sometimes you know people get me to talking on certain things. I like science a lot, so. I can see. Which is a beautiful thing. It's definitely a beautiful thing. So, right? I like to get to know people's human side, right? So let's have a little fun really quickly. If you and your wife have to go out on date night, what's something that you two genuinely enjoy? Well, that's a loaded question because there's a lot of stuff we both enjoy. We're both musicians. Mm -hmm. We're both we're both lifelong musicians. Like aside from spitting and stuff, I play instruments. I've been playing my entire life. So we we love to tear up some some sounds, some songs together. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Or go out to see someone who's kicking. Like we have a love for a lot of mutual people. Like I put her on some things. She put me on to like I don't know if y'all heard of this woman named Joanna Newsom. She mm -hmm. is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. If I got to see her concert, I'd be I'd be set. 
Hiatus, Coyote. We listened to a lot of different music. You know what I'm saying? We saw mm-hmm. Common together. You know what I'm saying? Like one of my favorite MCs. Shout out to Common. Hey. So music is high on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, we're both doing a whole gardening and farming thing. Yeah. She actually um, has a certificate in sustainable nutrition and all this type of stuff. She is much more knowledgeable than I. <laughs> I know how to plant things. I know how to make things grow and produce food. Yeah. But she like studies it like I study the mind. So I, I love how scientific a mind works when it comes to these things. So another thing is like, go turn over you know a bed in the garden. You know what I'm saying? Plant some seeds and just and feeling that feeling that vibe. It's something beautiful about nature. Yeah. And knowing that we're doing something productive, because a big part of our goal with that thing is to learn or to help teach people how to grow their own food, because that's really necessary in these times, particularly. Absolutely, absolutely, definitely. Um, started a garden, but the only issues we've been having is the um little creatures keep eating up everything. Right. <laughs> so that's all we could talk about. That's yeah. all we could talk about. I'd love to help you out with that. It's like, I'm like, is that a calendar? Like, stop eating this stuff. <laughs> the only thing we got out of it was squash, cucumber, some pirashini peppers look beautiful right now. Like the bell peppers and tomatoes, everything just been eaten. And I was like, Ugh. but you know, trying something new. Trying to get into something different. Because like you said, right now is the time to really learn this stuff. And what everything's been going on, it's all about what you've been taking from it. You know, I've learned a lot of new things during this time. And that's what it's all about. But that's kind of dope. I'm curious that you said, because um, I know you have a love for music. And it's a beautiful thing that your wife does too. Because some people feel that... Um, it's hard to date someone in your same industry. I'm like, no, that person understands you in your life. It's a beautiful thing as long as you yeah. find the right person to do it with, you know. But you have to have that right person to do it with where they know when to turn it off. And that sometimes could be an issue, you know. Like if I want to go out, I don't want to go see a band. I don't want to go to a showcase. I don't want to go to a concert. I wouldn't do some normal things, you know, know how to turn it off. I guess it's kind of like when people are married to like their business partner or their manager. Do you guys know when to turn it off? Oh, absolutely. You know? And one thing too is make sure they're the right person and make sure you're the right person for them. And that you're the right person for yourself. Mm -hmm. Goes both ways. Mm -hmm. So right now we actually watching um, Avatar, The Legend of Korra. Yeah, I've never I finally seen. got her. I finally got her to watch the last avatar with me. I was like, Yes, this is great. She loved it, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. I love that series. So now we're all in Cora together. So I'm in I'm in virgin territory. I haven't seen this far in the show before. Mm-hmm. So this this is dope. You're watching Cora? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's like I've seen the the artwork for these shows, but I've never seen Cora and I've never seen Avatar. Oh, I recommend it. I highly recommend it. Listen, <laughs> no, what is mine? It's a strange thing for like a, a kids' TV show to have such in-depth characters and mm-hmm. such have have such highly developed spiritual concepts. Mm. Like you wouldn't think that. Like no, is that that show get it in? I have an exegesis on that thing. Okay, now I remember before there was movies too. Well, the famous Avatar movie with the blue people. Yeah. Unrelated. Unrelated, completely different thing. For real? <laughs> it's not even connected. Yeah, the um, Avatar The Last Airbender came out before that. But there are two different things. There was a movie called The Last Avatar. I think it was M. Night Shyamalan. I don't want to speak, but that movie was terrible. We knew it was going to be bad, but we saw it anyways, just to see. Why? Oh, man. How they reimagined the world was weird. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I, I suppose it could have it could have worked, but like, you have people who live, who have these powers called bending, where they can bend the elements. And they form nations. So you have like the water tribe, they can bend the water. So there's, there's a river flowing this way, I can manipulate it and do different things with like my martial arts. Mm-hmm. There's fire bending, earth bending, and air bending. Yeah. The fire benders can't bend fire. Well, they can't just like go like, ha, huh, and fire comes out like in the show. They have to, you know, have fire somewhere to actually move it. When it was actually explained, like, well, they're using the heat within their bodies. They're arranging the heat in their bodies and pushing it, pushing it through their limbs. It becomes fire. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? It's heating their body up. Hmm. They, they explained it in the show. In the, in the movie, they did different things. They made the Fire Nation like all like East Indians from India, except for the brother of the Fire Lord, who's an old white guy. He looks like the dude from Lord of the Rings with the beard, the wizard. Yeah. So I'm like, how you have this one random white dude they missed all these Indians. They talking about their brother. Hold up. They made like all the earthbenders like like East Asian, which mm-hmm. I mean which fit. It was an interesting thing. And they, they erased like a lot of the dark skinned characters out of there that weren't Indian. Wait, what do you mean they erased them? Like in the show, a lot of the water tribe people, they're like our skin. Mm-hmm. And they are white in, in the movie. Gotcha. So two of the main characters are, are darker skinned characters and they have been whitewashed. Wow. Okay. okay. Well, I'm not sure if I'm, I may test it out, maybe an episode here and there, you know, mm-hmm. because when it comes to a lot of those like shows and stuff, you're like, oh, it's a must see. You have to see this. You have to see that. I'm like, not really. They're like, you don't know what you're missing. I'm like, technically I'm not missing anything because I don't, I didn't see it. You know? That's correct. <laughs> and you don't I, have to see it. I just recommend it. Absolutely. But you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you have to just like um when it came to power, right? Oh, you have to see. I'm like, I don't have to see it. And then I happen to see some of the last episodes. Oh, you gotta watch all from the beginning. I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I am okay with seeing the last episode, and I'm good right here because if you notice. When you binge watch, it's just taking up so much of your time. When you can yeah. be a little bit more productive doing other things, and I refuse. I'm like, maybe a season here, a season there. But the one thing that scared me about it is, even though a lot of the stuff that's out now are not like classics like we grew up on, they are starting to be even more addicting. So everyone's getting so distracted. You know, and spending even more hours watching TV. I'm like, no, use this time to educate your mm-hmm. mind, to get get other things done and accomplished. Like, no, use your time wisely. What are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> See, we don't we don't binge watch. My wife and I we had a two episode rule. Mm-hmm. So we don't watch less than two episodes because we that's like your know, husband wife. So we sitting down, we gonna enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm. No phones. The phones are over there somewhere. Yeah, you know I mean, we gonna enjoy ourselves. And after those two episodes, all right, back to work. Time to do something else. Time to get some study getting on or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Healthy go. boundaries are a beautiful thing. Healthy boundaries are wonderful. Absolutely. That's, that's where discipline comes in. Because mm-hmm. that's what I do. I have so much things I'm doing and so many things I want to do. So when it comes to like watching TV, so I'm like, no. So what I started to do is I get everything I need to get done for the day, and then maybe the last two hours of the day, I'll watch a show or two, or maybe a movie, because on average, movies are two hours, and that's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and maybe on a weekend, maybe two movies for depending, but I have to make sure I get everything I need to get done, because you have to prioritize. And then it's kind of like you work, and then you reward yourself with the television. That's just how I feel, you know? So I feel like you need to hang out. You need to chill. I'm like, no, I don't know when it's time for me to do that stuff because I know what I'm trying to accomplish. I know the goals that I have and if you really have that many people to really help you get there. You have no choice but to put in more hours to get it done. Exactly. And sometimes people don't understand that, but I'm okay with you not understanding because this is my life, not yours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it has to do with the consciousness of what they're operating with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. But um I appreciate you taking time out to come on the T Clutch show. I appreciate you having me. You know, because I remember we've done it before, but I'm like, he has so much going on. I would be honored to do another one just to catch up with you, see what's popping. Even ask you about what happened to the emails. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You don't remember dropping emails with some words of wisdom, with a little bit of... um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those were so amazing. 
What happened to them? I got caught up in a, in a bunch of other work. And yeah. Just, yeah. I got no, I'm not offering an excuse. I'm not excusing myself, you know. Mm-hmm. That's just an explanation. I got caught up in uh, my regular job at the time. Mm-hmm. I understand. Well, I just want to let you know that um, your emails did not get lost in the shuffle, didn't go to spam. I took the time out to read them, and it was very filling to my heart. And I'm going to have some more tonight. I appreciate your words. Because, you know, like with me, I have, like, multiple email, um, a lot of emails. And um, a lot of them comes in all day long. But as much as I can, I try to break them down into, um, you know, read them just in case. Because some of them be dropping jewels as well as promoting things. And you always have to take the time out to see what's going on. It's a lot, but I still try my best to keep up with everything. And with yours, I was like, okay, he's dropping that knowledge and promoting. It's all about the balance. Got to have the balance. Got to have the balance. But um, this is the part of the show where you can say whatever you want to say. You can remind people about your music and where to get it, about the dancing, about personal life, promotion, words of wisdom, whatever you want to put out there to the people, the floor is yours. So I'm gonna say this. This is off the new, uh, off the new joint. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk y'all through it. There you go. This life we live in, we gotta do better. Take the time to get ourselves together. Sever from the negative. Put more power in our perspective. Addressing from within our intentions. Question your comfort. Often best just to observe the things that you run to when you run from. What makes you unnerved and undone? And the things you give your time to when you're not being mindful. What you conquer is what defines you, either a master or a slave to a habit that confines you. Most unaware of the lines we drew, saying that we can't get past this point and don't even try to. Life is on the other side. Rise to the challenge, because in truth, we were meant to fly. I like that little little snippet. That's it? <laughs> oh, you want more? I thought it was going to be a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, check. The vibe raising from rhyme saying the high statements, blessings divine being in the sky waiting. I verbalize, cause higher thinking. It's mathematics, the frequencies packed into my rhyme pads. My lines blast, my pen is like high Fahrenheit when it hits. My microphone is the sun that clears even the darkest mist. Yo, you know being blessed magnanimous with the flows that travels across the globe to permeate and raise your wits. The life giver, uplifted and hardest hitter. Some might even figure that blessings are flawless bitter, broader than the sort of swing like Garvey with the message. Particles of intelligence from the light of what I step in. My words expand like the galaxies. I'm higher than the seven seas, deeper than the roots of all the tallest trees. The wisest thoughts I offer these. I'm a product of the messenger of God, and how phenomenal is he? One, two. Yeah, that, that's fly with me. The singles on Spotify, Apple Music, um, everywhere. All these different streaming services. Blessing okay. Devon, fly with me. There we go. Do you um you do poetry as well, right? Poetry as well. Do you do audio poetry? I've thought about it. I've thought about it. I had a concept for something like that. I haven't I haven't actually done it yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. And some some things that I'm working on. And I'll love for you to be a part of it, but I'm gonna say it off the air <laughs> because I don't want to ruin the surprise of some things that I'm working on. But you know, it's gonna be something kind of dope. Dope. Okay. So, um, quick question before we end this thing, since we still sure. got a couple of more minutes. Um, for other people that we both know, like in the realm of music and poetry, have you been like hitting them up, talking to them, checking in on them, actually have the opportunity to see anybody recently or anything? Well, I do hit people up from time to time. I hit up like mad random people. Even if I don't talk to you, for example, I just, Hey, how you doing? You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. making sure people's all right. Yeah. Um, I actually write songs to give them to people. That's mm-hmm. where my song I Pray came from. I'm, I'm also, I'm black and Native American. So one of my, uh, one of my Native American brothers, uh, I was going to a sweat, a sweat lodge, you know what I'm saying? And he always sends me um, prayer songs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Lakota, Tenkashiwa means grandfather. That's another name for God, you know what I'm saying? 
So I was inspired by him. He's always singing out these prayer songs. That's what you do. You, you sing your prayers. I wrote a song called I Pray, and that, that's been one of my favorite joints I've ever written. Just a quick 16 bars, minute and a half song. I like my long verses. Like I, People start to do 16, I do 32s plus. You know what I mean? Okay. But I have some people stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people doing. Um, I wait. have been very busy. Oh, wait. Are you going to give a snippet of that? All right, check this out. <clears throat> I pray for you, send love, patience, and strength to you. With the greatest of vibes, I am embracing you. I acknowledge your pain. Yo, I can't relate to you. Send your prayers because I know that you can make it through the silence. When love seems to be quiet and you're looking for the light, I pray you find it. I pray for your healing. I pray your happiness increases a million times over. I pray you hold it down like a soldier. Folding never. From here it only gets better. Buried inside of your soul is a treasure worth more than gold when you never give up on yourself. I pray for your health. I pray for moments in your life to be thankful. I pray. Yes, I pray that there is no near end to your days, life and longevity, happiness and positivity. Blessings divine, y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Yay. I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay, okay. Now you can proceed what you were talking about. I just didn't want to miss that moment. It was a moment well, you almost went over it. I didn't want you to go I over appreciate it. it. <laughs> so you check me, I tell you, it works out beautifully. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, writing is one of my passions. I've always been, I'm always working on stuff. I I have like hundreds of beats. I make a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm also selling beats now. So if I have one beats, hit me up. I literally have everything from like jazz to jazz hop. I've got trap stuff. You know right. what I'm saying? I love my boom bap. You know, mm-hmm. I, pre- I produce under the name called Dreamworthy. So Dreamworthy Beats. Mm-hmm. You do oh, R- yeah. I'm sorry? R&B? I can do R&B. I got some stuff. Pop? I definitely have some pop. <laughs> no, what is Bond? Like, I, that's what I, I got stuff. I got stuff that has no samples. I got stuff that has some samples. I got stuff that's really sample heavy. And I got stuff that's like flat out remixes. Mm-hmm. But like, I think like 70% of my stuff doesn't have samples. Good job. Thank you. Yeah, let's drive. As a, as a young fool, I used to think that being a musician... You know, back when I was, you know, a teenager, I had my little high horse. Mm-hmm. Being a real musician, I don't have to sample. <laughs> so I can play the keyboard and play the bass and play the... Well, not everyone has access to that stuff. I don't... Listen, mm-hmm. sampling made me a better musician. I'm going to say it. Because I, I have deeper crates down than I ever did. I listen to everything more than I ever did. Japanese jazz, bossa nova. Mm-hmm. And I, I play a lot of this stuff anyways. Bossa nova, punk rock from Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Like stuff I can't pronounce because it's not English characters. Yeah. So be producing. I got all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife and I have this have this thing called Samad Gardens Initiative. That's S A M A D Gardens Initiative. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook, um, YouTube, Patreon, Instagram, where we're doing stuff like help people learn how to grow food. Um, we give the info out there for free, but if you like what we're doing, you can support us on Patreon. Because we think it's a necessary component in these days and times. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It, it's really like, like wow, you get your hand in that soil. It's scientifically proven that there's something in the soil that when it connects with your hands, it makes you feel more joyful. So you don't wear gloves when you gardening? Nah. Soil hand contact helps get helps you get rid of depression. That's a scientifically proven thing. You can look that up. Water's bond. You know oh. what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, we call it Mother Earth for a reason. We come up out of this beautiful, this beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we're, we're teaching people how to grow food. Um, we're talking about preserving food, what kinds of foods to grow, what kinds of times. We're working on the course right now. That should be done fairly soon. You know what I'm saying? And it's all for the people. And if you like us, you can support us. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate it for every person. I also have a rhyme book up for grabs that, that's updated every month. On, on our Patreon, because I have a project coming up that my wife kind of dropped on me called Garden Thoughts, and I got some actually dope stuff on that. I'm proud. Mm-hmm. Talking oh. about life in the perspective of a gardener, but on that trippy next level, because I like taking things on this on a strange upper level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, that's a lot of info. I'm just reminding people where they can find you as we wrap up the show. S-A-M-A-D, Gardens Initiative. For learning how to grow your food, 
My name is Blessings Devon Life Given MC. Blessings is an acronym, bringing life equality so self is naturally God's standard. You have the most beautiful potential in the world all wrapped up in yourself. The more you learn who you are, the more you learn who everyone else is. You know what I'm saying? You can find me at Blessings Divine MC on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Hit me up at BlessingsDivineMC at gmail.com if you want to email me. Um, yeah, I do beats. I spit verses. I'm looking to collab with, with Crazy Heads right now because, you know, music keeps us going. Mm -hmm. And that's it. We wrapping up. We have a beautiful life. You know what I'm saying? All phrase due to God. This is 